What's up guys? We believe teenagers have been put in a box and under a stereotype and we want to break out of that. Every week we talk with the next generation of innovators and influencers about stuff like entertainment, fashion, sports and food. We also get the perspective on current topics as well as find out what keeps them motivated on the daily. Welcome to Juvie. What is going on Juvie fam? We are back with another Juvie episode and it's the third of the month so that means it's Josh and Nighttime again. Let's go. And before we start this episode, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or if you're watching on YouTube, yep. you have five seconds to like, subscribe, download, and comment. Five, four, three, two, one. Thank you so much for liking, commenting, subscribing, and downloading. We appreciate it so much. Let's dive straight into this. Let's do it. We kind of have a new um, structure for these type of episodes, and we're going to give it a topic. So we're going to go over one topic for the episode, and like us, we yeah. might go into different topics. It's yeah. just we're going to make it way more conversational, and yeah. we know you guys like that. So Because oftentimes we're kind of broken into different topics. 100%. We're going to try and stick to the same one and just give different ideas. So what topic are we going over today? Today the topic is... Why do teenagers quit so fast? And we kind of took about three or four days to brainstorm some ideas we had about this, and we're here to share them with you guys. And now, we're not giving these opinions for everyone to agree with us. This is us speaking our minds. Yep. So if you guys disagree, agree, have your own opinion, feel free to comment. That's literally what we love. That's yeah. what we're here to do. We're here to talk conversation, have a conversation, and spread opinions. And opinions are opinions. 100%. They can't be wrong. They can't be right. Exactly. It's an opinion. And I think people actually get mixed up on that a lot. Yeah. It's like an opinion isn't right or wrong because so, who's deciding if it's right or wrong? There's a big difference between fact and opinion. 100%. And people get pressed on opinions way too much, so just don't get pressed. Exactly. So when we kind of came up with this topic, what was the first thing that like kind of came to your head? The first thing that came to my mind when I thought about why do teenagers quit so fast is insecurity. 100%. And I think that teenagers are so insecure to go, well, not all teenagers, but yeah. it can be you start something that you've never really done before that you're passionate about and you might not be as good as you want to. Everybody might see you in a different way and then the insecurity sets in and you might just end up giving up. So it's like a roadblock, really. Yeah. And I think, honestly, once you get past that, it's like it's a game changer because Definitely. that happened in the beginning with me and Josh. We went into it knowing it was gonna people were going to have different reaction and as long as you kind of go into it knowing that and not really letting that stop you, letting it affect you, you can't really change that. Yeah. Because it can affect you and you can decide... For it not to change you, right? Exactly. And I think that's like kind of where the the difference sets in because we get comments, messages all the time of being like, "How do you guys deal with the hate?" or like, "How do you deal with people that don't disagree?" Like, what would you say to that? I feel like whenever we get stuff like that, we just take it as another instance of affecting someone's life. Hundred percent. Like if we've even if someone hates on us, we've affected that day and their life and their mindset in some sort of way, well, good or bad. Well, and the thing is, is like we didn't affect their day. They decided for it to affect them, right? Exactly, because I yeah. can watch something and be like, all right, I'm going to turn this off because it's going to affect me. What we will always know is that what we're saying is spreading a good message. So whether you take that bad, like right or wrong, we know what we're spreading is right. Exactly. Yeah. The first thing that kind of came to my head when I like thought about this is I think what teenagers do not realize, and I think it took me a long time to realize, is that time, like being a teenager is your biggest advantage, hands down. And yeah. I really believe in that. And I think as soon as you start to really like, like act on that and realize that like n no money, like m money can't buy time. Money yeah. can't buy you to being a teenager. Exactly. And like if, if way more teenagers started young, dude, our world would be a different place. And I, I really believe in yeah. that. Like having this amount, this like much time as a kid, even with school and stuff like that, 
chances are at this age, you're not really working a nine to five. hundred percent. So that means you have time after school, before school, weekends, everything to go after your dreams. And that doesn't necessarily have to be something like super productive. Yeah. But you have time to go after what you want to do 100%. and follow your dreams. Like following your dreams is so important for your mental health as well. Yeah. And I think the other thing is like you, when you start to use your time in a productive way, you realize how much wasted time there is. Yeah. Because like, let's just, and I'm like, I'm not trying to be like, oh yeah, my schedule is so busy, but I'm 15. I work a job. I do school and the podcast and I still have lazy time in my day. Yeah. So it's like, there's a way to manage it. And now I understand that people probably have busier schedules than me. That's not like, that's not what I'm trying to prove what i'm trying to prove is once you start using your time in a productive way you realize how much extra time yeah i don't think wasted i think extra time in the day yeah to put it towards stuff you know yeah i also feel like i guess i'm kind of moving away from that a little bit yeah the next reason why i thought queens quit queens quit (laughs) teens quit so fast you kings and queens out there (laughs) yeah guys i think they get scared of the amount of work okay and it's very true because it's happened to me so many times that's or why I didn't you really start something school. and you don't realize how much work it entails, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I have never been good at school. And simply, like, the reason is that why I didn't do good is because I just did not want to do the amount of work it was. Interesting. Like, I've never just wanted to put that amount of time into something that I wasn't, like, happy with. Now, are you willing to put time into stuff that you care about? Definitely. So that's why I think where it changes, right? Yeah. It's... Working for something that you want and working for something that you have to do is completely different. 100%. Like if you're working for something that you love doing and that you know is going to make your life better in the long run, it's so much easier to work hard. And I agree. And we've mentioned this before. Chasing your dreams, there's going to be parts that suck. Yeah. Here's what I like, again, what teenagers sometimes happens. The idea of starting a podcast was so easy. Now, this might hurt for you guys to hear. Everyone has good ideas. Yeah. The people that act on it is where it gets... That's where, that's where it becomes two different pools of people. Yeah. Everyone over here, the 99% of people have good ideas. Then the 1% that act on it are the ones that make it. As soon as you stop getting caught up in your ideas and you just narrow it down to one that you really believe in and start going after it, don't expect for it all to be fun and easy. Exactly. The most fun part about this podcast is when we click record and we get to go. Yeah. Setting up, scheduling with guests. That, that It's not fun, mm-hmm. but it's worth it, yeah. right? For when we get to sit down here, yeah. if you guys, you guys... Uh, haven't seen the episode yet, but like in 20 minutes, we're going to pick up from a guest from the airport. And it's like, as soon as stuff gets hard, that's what I think about. Yeah. Like nobody would know this if we didn't say it, but it's seven o'clock right now, 7 PM. We got to the studio at five o'clock and we've been setting up for two hours having difficulties. We pushed through now we're recording. And it didn't even become perfect. We had to go with what, what had, and it's like, if you let the little things stop you, you're never That's actually going to achieve it. the big things. But yeah. back to the point I was saying is like, as soon as the stuff gets tough, realize that it's tough, but then think about what you're doing. Like when I'm at home and Josh is at home and we're editing clips late at night and like something goes wrong, we think about the thousands of people that the, clip, the clips are going to affect. Yeah. And it makes it all worth it at that point. Exactly. So just, I think like my advice on that, um, that like part of the topic would be, no like realize going into it that it's not going to be easy but it's worth it exactly yeah and kind of on this topic but moving into a new part of the topic is setting achievable goals compared to long-term goals what are your thoughts on that i think everything should well not everything but most of the time if you're setting achievable goals they should be like steps on the way to your long-term goal 100 so if you have a big long-term goal which isn't going to happen in one year yeah you need to set little goals 
where you can take the small wins throughout the way. Otherwise, 100%. you'll never feel good with what you're doing. Yeah, and you'll you'll never you'll never be like winning in that yeah, sense exactly. because it's like if me and Josh like if we don't get to a million subscribers in this year, then we failed. It's not how it works. Exactly, you can't set goals. All the goals that are like your biggest, like we have goals of hitting a million subscribers, yeah. but hitting four thousand, five thousand, six thousand are our big are our achievable goals that we know yeah. we'll be able to get right. Exactly, but at the same time, be pushing yourself. Yeah. Be setting goals that you think you get. It's like right there. Like you might be able to get it and work for that, right? Yeah. Also, with subscribers, it's all relative. Like if you have zero subscribers, then you get a thousand subscribers. That's it's a win. huge. Exactly. But then if you have 900,000 and you get to a million subscribers, it's just the same amount of win as zero to a thousand. Yeah. Well, it's it's different, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's all relative. At that point, you've had the subscribers for a while. And then you get that one number. It's just another number at the end of the day. And it's like, don't go into it expectations of hitting 10,000 subscribers in a month because that's just going to hurt you. Yeah. Like, you know, the method of watering the seed. It's like, I can't water the seed and expect it to grow in one day. And if not, then I failed. That's just going to hurt you, right? Yeah. I can't be like, I'm going to release one episode. And if it doesn't get 10,000 downloads, then it's not worth it. Yeah. That's really just hurting you. And I think a lot of people, at least teenagers, they think they have so much pride in their idea. And I think believing in your idea is super important. But don't be too prideful about it where it's like, I'm going to put this out. And if it doesn't work on the first try, then then the idea is not worth it, right? Yeah, that's stupid. It hurts you. Yeah. And I, I don't think people realize that, though. I know it's like so easy to say. And I actually, I struggle with that sometimes. I'm like, dang, that episode, like we put a lot of time into it. I thought I said good stuff. And it gets 200 views. Yeah. Like, all right, that sucks. But it's like. There's something I could have done different that could have gotten that video more views. Yeah. But again, we're not chasing the views. Exactly. You know what I'm saying though? Like, it's also like our friend Brian, who we had on the podcast. Yeah. Um, if he gave up on his first attempt of the book that he made, he would be nowhere right now. Well, nothing works on the first attempt. That's exactly. the reality, he had, right? Like tons of prototypes, everything like that, and now he's doing significantly well for himself because exactly. he just kept grinding. Yeah. Well, it's like you can't do a little and then just expect a lot. Yeah. You can't put in 10% and expect 90% return because nothing works like that. Like, that's the reality. It might sound really nice to say that, but your words only mean so much. Exactly. Right? It's, it's never going to happen. And so I think just going into it with expectations, but not un, like not impossible expectations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, shoot for the moon, but, you know. Yeah. Reach a couple stars before you get there. Exactly. That's good. That's a dude, quote that. Shoot for the moon, but... Reach a couple stars before you get there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. The next idea I have for this topic. Yeah. Pressure from parents slash society. What do you think about how that affects why teens quit so fast? Um, I think it's I think it's it's real. I would say it depends who you're giving your power to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I'm if I care so much about what Josh thinks about me that I'm affect that that's affecting my actions. Then there's a problem with that. Yeah. Now, if Josh is giving me advice and I'm deciding not to take it, that can actually be hurting me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I think parents are in your life for a reason. Whether you feel like at the moment they're negatively negatively affecting you or positively affecting you, nice. wow, that was a struggle. They're there for a reason, right? Yeah. And I think, and I honestly, I think just take it as like everything as a learning lesson. But back to like exactly what you're asking, I think. If, yeah, again, it who are you giving your power to? Yeah. Because if I'm putting out this video and if one person dislikes it, then I'm going to feel bad for myself, then there's a problem there. You got to focus on, do you know what I'm saying? I know what you mean. Am I making yeah. sense yeah. here? Yeah, that makes sense. What do you think about that topic? I think it's way more real now than it used to be, especially with the society part. Mm. Because now with cancel culture and the amount of toxic people yeah, on the real. internet, like, I saw something that made me really sad on TikTok the other day. 
this girl who was like super passionate about singing, she was singing her heart out in a TikTok, which got like millions of likes, but every single comment was hate. And it was all making fun of her. And I felt so bad because all she was doing was like, she was going after her dreams. She was trying to be a singer. And yeah. she was just showing the world what she loves to do. And society tore her down to the point where she probably won't release another and do you video. And you want to know? I can... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confidently say this. You know why those people are hating? Because they wish they had the confidence to put themselves out like that. Exactly. And they don't. Those yeah. people hiding behind their screens are cowards. Yeah. Like, they are so insecure. Yeah, honestly. Even if she doesn't have the most incredible talent in the world. The confidence means she way She had more. the sheer confidence to release a video of her on TikTok. A huge platform. And now, if that girl's confidence plays into anything else she does, she will win. Yeah, 100%. Having that type of confidence, walking into a room with confidence... And then walking to a room with no confidence, it shows. Yeah. And I think, and I, I think confidence takes time to build. Yeah. But do you, yeah, those people, it's, it's so easy because if that girl is singing in public, people probably give her dirty looks but wouldn't say anything. Yeah. That's like scrolling past a video and not saying anything. Exactly. But because they're behind that screen, oh, it makes everybody me so behind mad. a screen feels so confident because they know that no matter what they say, they're not going to get anything from it. Oh yeah. Like somebody could leave a hate comment. And be like, oh, I feel fine. They wouldn't even think about it the next day. Yeah. Because they know that nobody's going to be able to find them if they have like an anonymous name or something. Yep. But if it was in public and no somebody one. came up to you and was like, hey, say that to my face, you'd run away. 100%. And I think what that girl's doing really well is taking risks. And I heard yeah. this thing the other day, and it's like, it's the biggest, um, I have it actually written down, and I don't want to quote it wrong. So the biggest risk you can take is not taking any risks. 100%. Think about it. If I'm going to sit here and not take any risks, that's really hurting me. Now, say I take a risk and that fails, that's actually not going to hurt as much as me sitting here because I, and, cause of what if it won? Like, exactly. what if it worked? And I think if people more have the mindset, the mindset of like, what if I go into this and it does work? Like, let's not like think about both sides, right? There's a side of this like, oh, it could fail. But me and Josh came into this podcast. First of all, let's just think. Like, we've evolved so much. We've yeah. grown in one year more than we thought. We've affected way more people's lives more than we thought. We weren't even, like, now I regret this. We didn't go into it thinking that was going to happen. Yeah. We went into it being like, oh, our friends are going to listen to this. Like, keep your mind, like, you know, yeah. go into it being like, this could really affect people. And if more people just went to it with that mindset and took the risk. Because, like, think about it. Think about how many people are sitting at home right now with million-dollar ideas but won't act on it. Yeah. They're losers. Honestly. <laughs> Think yeah. about it. Like, like especially with me, someone who struggles with, like, at least a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. And stuff like that. If there's ever an opportunity where it's, like, high risk, high reward, and I don't take it, it's the only thing I'll be able to think regret. about is what could have happened if I took that opportunity. Exactly. And so I think when you go into that mindset, that's when you take it. Yeah. If there you is... have to take it if, you, like, if you're terrified of seeing what And that's the thing is when you're it. young, there's so much time to fail and so yeah. much room. Like you have, you have so much to fall back on. Like that first idea, that first risk taking like opportunity, think about it. I'm still 15 at the end of the day. Yeah. I still have 85 more years, give or take. Yeah. I still have time on this earth where unless that risk is death in life, I'm going to be okay the next day. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. I might have lost $5,000 that I worked for, but that opportunity, you're going to you're gonna know whether to take that risk or not next time, yeah. but sitting at home, you won't know that. Exactly. Like, you might regret what you did, but you regret it so much more if you didn't even try. 100%. Like, I know this is a small thing. It's not that relative, but when I had the opportunity to go skydiving, I almost didn't take it. And how, like, if I went home that day and went back to my house 
and I hadn't gone and skydiving. Let them know the circumstances. Like, you were injured and stuff, too. Yeah, so I had a sprained ankle. I was on crutches, and my dad was going skydiving with some friends, um, and I went with, and I didn't know I was going to be allowed to until they told me I could because the place the place we went to was really sketchy. I wasn't <laughs> supposed to be allowed to go. Um, but they said I could go, and I was like, you know what? If I don't go right now, I'll have to wait a long time, and I'd regret it. And it was one of the best moments of your life. Best moments of my life. And I didn't re-injure my ankle. I was completely fine. Exactly. But just, it was, oh, it was like, incredible. Think about it. I, I, this makes me this makes me sad in a little bit. It's like all the people that are sitting at home that aren't willing to take a risk and they don't know what they're missing. Yeah. Like that, the, in, inside, I wish I could just knock on the door and be like, hey, like if you would have taken that risk, like taking that risk, like who knows what would have happened. Like going into this, we did not know that we would be a top 100 Education for Kids podcast. Yeah. We didn't know that was a thing. But we started. And I think whenever it gets hard, I just go back to like, why? Like, yeah. what's the why? Why did we start this? And it goes back to, I knew there was other people out there like me. And now that we found that group, like, it's an insane feeling. Definitely. What was, like, when you think about why you started or you go back to it when it gets hard, what what's that look like? Like, what goes through your brain? I guess just thinking, the thing that makes me thankful that we started this mostly is seeing how much we've impacted people's lives. And guess what? We're still 15 and 17. Exactly. And and I don't want to be like, I told you so, but I told you so. Yeah. The people, me and Josh, we'd get, and I don't even know if Josh was there that one day. We went bowling one day, and someone that I went to school with a really long time ago out loud mocked me. And in the, do you remember this? I, I don't know so. if you heard it. I don't think I said anything about it because on the inside, it affected me. But guess what? It set a fire in me yeah. where I was like, you don't know like what that just did. You don't know how much more motivated that met me, that made me. And it's like hearing it in public is one thing that it just, it set a fire in me. I'm like, yeah. you don't know. Like, I mean, you don't know. <laughs> think about back when we used to play soccer. We were on the same team for like five, six years. Yeah. Um, think about every time a team would like heckle us or call us trash. Oh, dude, it, it turned another mode in us. We would go insane. Oh, we would go nuts. Like, oh. Do you remember that? We, Me and Josh, so we played on the same team for a really long time. Remember that game out in... Um, Corning? No, Palisadro on that field at the high school oh. I used to went to. Uh, dude, but thing is, still think about they were game. talking crap. Josh made the best goal of his life. Like, yep. we popped off. And it's like... I, and I know it's so hard to start, like, you making failure your best friend. But as soon as you make the hate and failure your best friend and as you once you learn how to manage it there is no stopping yeah. like when that person when like i heard out of the back of my head i didn't give them a reaction i said nothing to them i continue to walk i left my back facing them yeah and but they don't know what they did on the inside and it set something and that was probably exactly. two months after we started and we have not missed a single upload and sometimes when it gets tough i think back to that i'm like yeah. you know what if i don't have the motivation to do it right now i'm doing it because what that person said yeah. to me like I, I have something to prove now yeah. You know what like I mean? Back to that game. If I didn't have the fire of the people like pushing us around, because they were bigger than us, yeah, stronger than us, and they were like pushing us around, they yeah, were terrible at soccer, yeah, just really bad. But they were just pushing us around. For any soccer fans out there, I'm gonna brag real quick. I scored a 30 yard free kick, and because they were like, and then whose video did you get featured in? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if any of you guys know Chris MD, the YouTuber in England, got featured in this video because it's whatever. it's not even a biggie. But you. Know, Back to like that thing. You said they weren't good at soccer. I think people in life sometimes make it like that. Yeah. They're not good, but they know how to be pushy. And I, exactly. I'm, I'm not saying that's good. But walking into a room and like just making sure people know you're there yeah. is like it's a good it's a good thing to have, right? Yeah. If you make people believe you're good at something, chances are they'll like be afraid of you and be afraid of you enough 
to not even go and, against you. And he's not saying like put fear in people. Yeah. No, no, no. But no, he's no. saying walking. It's confidence. confidence. It's, it's back yeah. to confidence. Walking into the room, knowing that. That's why I respect Jake Paul. Yep. When he walks into the ring with that confidence, you I fear. guarantee you he puts fear in the opponent's Think chest. about it. Tyron and him, you could tell who was there to win that night. Yeah. You you can tell when someone walks in with confidence. Like, it shows. Yeah. And I heard this. Um, it was actually, it was like, I was watching this interview. And it was this Kobe interview. And I think Kobe was one of, the, like, the most, I think he was probably one of the hardest working people in the NBA. And probably oh, top 10 in this, in, on this planet. And, and, Honestly, He's not the hottest worker in the NBA. Hundred percent. And I would like as a kid, I would watch his games. I didn't know who the guy was, but yeah. I'll, you could tell like the Mamba mentality. I didn't know what that was when I was young, but yeah. I always knew the guy. Like I just knew who he was. And I watched this interview, and it honestly wrecked me. And it, it wasn't even him talking; it was a teammate. And just buckle your seatbelts, guys, because this it it's kind of crazy. So he's talking. Um, his teammate, I don't know who it is, and I don't want to drop a name that I don't know who it is. One morning, he's walking into the gym, and it's 4 a.m., and he thinks he's there before anyone, and he hears a ball bouncing on the court, and he walks in. Sure enough, it's Kobe. And he's like, wow, I wonder. It's 4 a.m. Yeah. He's like, I wonder what time this guy's been there. So he gets on the court. He's not even paying attention to Kobe. Shoots for an hour and a half. He's just getting in drills. And he's like, dude, Kobe is still working out. Goes in the room, um, gets like a massage, sauna, shower, come back out. Still hears the ball bouncing. And he's like, damn, this guy. And so... And he's like, he's looking and he's like, I'm just going to go there and sit and watch him. This guy is training like game, like he's playing gameplay. He's yeah. running drills all by himself. And he's like, I have never seen so much motivation and he could see it in the guy's eyes. And he's like, wow, this is crazy. They're on the same team. Yeah. That night they have a game. Kobe drops 40 points. And for now, anyone that doesn't know, obviously Kobe was insane, but 40 points, like that's at numbers. That's crazy. And so after the game, he walks up to Kobe and he's like, I got to ask this guy how long he was in the gym, first of all, and how does he not get tired? And um, he walks over and he says, yo, Kobe, like, how are you in the gym that long? And Kobe goes, you know what? I was actually about to leave when you walked in. Then I walked in and I needed you to know I was going to work harder than you tonight. Dead in his eyes. Said he said, I needed you to know I was going to work harder than you. I, I was about to leave and we made eye contact. And after that, there was a fire in me that no one could put out. He's like, I, I waited until you left the building to get, to make that ball stop bouncing. He's like, I needed you to know that I was going to work harder than you tonight. Well, first of all, and if more people, I can't even say that I have that mindset because it's easy to say, yeah. but the dude was just a workaholic and he knew walking into every room, he knew like he, whether people, now obviously this guy watching him knew that he was working harder than him, but mm-hmm. walk into the room, he, Kobe knows in his head that I'm working harder than anyone else. Yeah. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, have you seen that clip of Kobe when he was playing? He dislocated his finger and then he like ran over to his coach um, and he was like, I don't want to go out. He's like, come here. His coach pops his ping- finger back into place. He like winces in pain and then just runs and grabs a ball and starts playing again. The dude had something to work for that no one else had. He was, I'm not convinced he was a human. He had, there was something motivating him. And now after hearing that, I know what it is. He confidently knew, like he knew for a fact, walking into every single room. And he talks about it. He's like walking to the grocery store. I want, I, everyone will know. I was, I was working harder than them 10 minutes ago. Yeah. The dude knew how to work and he did it in a way. He was a family guy, a business guy. An inspirational, a hard worker, one of the most full-rounded human beings I think that walked yeah. on this planet. And I think I think that's honestly a good way to end that, I mean, that, that segment. That turned from why do teens quit into 
praising Kobe, but I, I'm glad that it did. Well, no, great. I think there's something to take from it Definitely. from that topic. Oh, yeah, for sure. But to end on a little bit lighter note, should we hit them with a fit check real quick before we have to yeah. head to the airport and pick up our guest? Let's do it. You go first. All right. I have this sweater vest from – I don't like – I don't want to drop the name because I don't want people to go copy my clothes. I'm sorry. But yeah. sweater vest, I got um, white carpenter uh, painter pants, stickies, yeah. low-cost dunks, white Nike socks. Dude. Guys, he won those on the stock exchange. It's luck. Giveaway. I wouldn't have spent my money on them. <laughs> um, thrifted Big E.T. Heat. Uh, chain from Sheen. Ring from Sheen. Sick. Um, these, I don't know what brand they are, but these like dress pants. And then Doc Martens. You got them from Goodwill, though. Yeah. $3 at Goodwill. Dude, I'm telling you, thrifting is it's a way to go. Yeah. Amazing. Well, if you made it to this end of the episode, I hope you're impacted. Leave your comments. Leave your thoughts in the comments about anything that you heard today. Again, whether you disagree or agree, we don't take it as hate. We take it as you guys dropping your opinion. Yep. But if you made it to the end and you didn't like, comment, download in the first five seconds, we're going to give you another five seconds. That's five, five four, three, three two, two, one. Thank you for the downloads. Thank you for the likes. And we got to head to the airport. So that's a wrap. That's a wrap.